KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Extraordinary Talk Show. Let me adjust my sound there. That sounds better. Great. I'm so glad to have you all here with me today. If you're listening to this episode today, I might not be live in the studio doing this one. Because being that I am commuting now, this episode is very likely pre-recorded and posted at a later date. Hopefully not too late because I feel like stuff's relevant and when things feel important to me to talk to you guys about, I want to share them as soon as I can. While I'm still feeling them and and thinking about them and they're heavy in my head. Let me tell you what I always want to tell you. Guys, please do not believe a word that I say just because I say it. Please don't do anything that I do just because I do it. If you find something that I say or do that rings a bell of truth or a bell of curiosity within you, I hope you follow that. I started this show because I was trying to make my life better. I was trying to get happier. And I found a lot of things that helped in a lot of little ways and some big things that helped in little ways. And I just wanted to share with you guys some of the things that I've thought about. And I think that most of the things I think about, you might come to the same conclusions if you were to spend the same amount of time thinking about them. But I just did that work for you. So, and like I said, don't do anything I, I say. Just because something worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Figure out what works for you. That's what this show is all about. So this week, we are here to talk about how to lose a friend. And this is kind of a heavy thing, but it's a very, very real thing. I One of my friends today posted on Facebook and said, isn't it sometimes wonderful when something that you love breaks? Because now you don't have to spend the time and effort caring for it anymore. And I think that she was talking about a dish or something like that. But I did see a parallel to friendships and relationships. In that some friendships and relationships require more effort and energy from us than they're worth. And even though we love those people and those relationships... It takes so much out of us to maintain those things that in many ways it's better to sometimes say goodbye to people that we love, even though we love them. Just because we love someone doesn't mean that they need to be in our life all the time. And I want to tell you a story about three people in my life that have been very close to me who aren't now. And what I've learned from making the transition to having, from having those people in my life to not. All of them were different situations. All of them were people who were very close to me. And let me be very, very clear. Even though these people are not in my life anymore, I still care very, very much about these people. It is my desire and intent to only speak lovingly and objectively about them. I wouldn't say anything here that I wouldn't say to them. But in how much they loved me, even in the ways that we parted, I learned a lot that I think might help you when you get to a point when it's time to say goodbye to a friend. 
so I had this one friend, and a few years ago, a few months before I started this show, I was really getting into meditation, and I was having some great benefits from it. I was meditating about some things, and then solutions were just happening, and it was kind of blowing my mind. So I talked to my friend that I was very close to, but part of the reason that we were very close is because we went to church together, and we had a lot of things in common because of that. And as I was seeing less in that world that I wanted to hold on to, I think it was very difficult for her to see me give up the things that she had seen me hold dear. I think that was painful for her. And I believe that she truly did fear for me, for my well-being in this life and the next. And I absolutely give her credit for that. But she didn't see things quite the same way that I did. And I went to her one day and I told her about, I'd been meditating and some cool things that had happened. And she didn't look very happy for me. I should have noted that. But she waited until I was done talking. And then she said, you know what, Della? You're going to be really upset when your whole life falls apart. You are confusing meditation and prayer. You're mixing up God and the universe, and you're going to be really upset when your whole life falls apart. Now, that was kind of a, maybe a, not the most loving thing that she could have said to me at that time, but I share it with you for the main reason that she wasn't entirely wrong. And I want to give you guys a warning. If you are listening to this show because you want your life to get drastically better and you're hoping for ideas and tips, and I hope you are, in addition to ideas and tips, I want to give you some honesty and clarification and warning that in order for your life to get foundationally better, the foundation you currently have is likely to crumble. And that means ideas, beliefs, relationships, people, even communities. And it can be very very difficult to give up those things and people that you love so much that you have depended on. I promise you that the reward is better. I promise you that if those people aren't supposed to be in your life, there's a reason. And the longer you keep them in your life, the harder it's going to be for both you and for them. Now, that doesn't mean it's not worth doing. It's absolutely worth doing. And there's a few really foundational reasons why friendships and relationships and marriages end. Because there's a few things that are really important you need to remember about the other people in your life. You cannot change who they are. You cannot change their mind or their thinking. You can influence it, but you can't change it. That's up to them. And you cannot change their actions short of taking their physical freedom away. And when someone in your life has ideas, thoughts, actions, or is a person that is not bringing you benefit, there comes a time when you have to acknowledge that. And either realize that you are willing to stay in the life environment that you're in. And if that means that you're not happy, then that means that that's probably not going to change. 
Or are you willing to accept some big steps and make some new friends and, and maybe lose some other friends? It comes down to unresolvable differences, right? It comes down to who a person is, their beliefs and personal standing standards, and their current and then actions. And there's two, th- two things about actions that are kind of you have to pay attention to. One is actions now as they pertain to pass forward. Because if the person in your life that used to be wonderful is now making different actions, if they themselves are taking different actions and that is setting them on a different path forward than what you want to be on, then that's something that you might not be able to find a middle ground on. Also, when it comes to actions, here's something that's important is misunderstanding of actions. I believe that every single one of us does our best. I believe that every single one of us makes what we believe is the best choice in the moment that we're in. There's a moment on The Office where Pam says, I really don't like thinking that anybody doesn't like me. Even Al-Qaeda. Even the people from Al-Qaeda, they probably don't like me, but I feel like if they got to know me that they would like me. Right? Because Pam is at heart an essentially good person, as are pretty much all of us. And even things that we do that might be the wrong, quote-unquote, thing to do, or that might even hurt other people, there was a good reason that we had for doing it. And I think that people often assume that the reason that we're doing something is to be mean to other people. And it's not. Most of the time, the reason that we do something is to help serve or defend our own selves in some way. And if that has a side effect of hurting somebody else, that might not have been our original intention, but it might have been unavoidable. And then those other people often think that, We did it on purpose, and that's not always the case. So, like, if Al-Qaeda got to know Pam, they'd probably think that she's great. I do my best to live my life in such a way that if you're unhappy about something that I did, chances are you have a misunderstanding of the thing that I did. Because I... Only I really, really only try to do things that are beneficial for myself and those around me and that are not harmful to those around me or if they are, that it's the least harmful that they can be. And that makes me feel like if somebody doesn't like me because of something that I did, that maybe they just don't understand what it was that I did. And I could feel bad about that. Oh, there's another part of that. Maybe I did do something screwed up. Maybe I really did. Maybe I did something either intentionally or unintentionally, that hurts somebody else. And maybe I just don't know it. And maybe if I knew I did that, I would have the opportunity to apologize. Anyhow, if somebody is not willing to find out the whole situation of what actually happened and not give me the opportunity to apologize, well, that's somebody that I clear have a difference of understandings with. And that doesn't mean that I have to dislike that person. I certainly don't. But it does mean that it might be helpful for me to recognize that it's going to be hard for me and that person to get along if we have that differences of understandings of our own actions. Another thing is understanding of personal beliefs. 
what you believe, what you think about, how the, the morals that you act on. It's easier to hang out with other people who agree with those same things. And it's possible that you started out with people in your life that you agreed with, and then as time went on, either your beliefs or theirs changed. And it might be time to change your relationship. Then what I said earlier is you can't change who a person is. You can't change what a person is. It's Pride Month, so let me talk about that for a minute. If you are, for example, gay or otherwise queer, and someone else doesn't feel that that is acceptable to them, they might not want to hang out with you. And that might be really hurtful, especially if that's a person that you love. But at the same time, if they can't look past that about you, is that really someone that you want to hang out with? So, speaking of queerness and Pride Month, I want to teach you guys about a part of queerness that you might not understand very well. Like, you might think about people who are gay or straight, and let me help you understand, if you don't already, that people have those, that isness in them when they're born. People can choose to what degree they live that part of themselves genuinely, but people cannot turn it off and they can't make it go away. And it especially depends on how strong they feel those things because people who are super gay may never be able to pretend to live straight. On the other hand, people who are bisexual or poly or pansexual can sometimes get, a, get away for living straight with living straight for a long, long time. Now, one thing that it took me a long time to understand and know about myself is that I am polyamorous. I am unable to limit my love to only one person. And I managed to be in a heterosexual monogamous marriage for over 20 years. But because of who I am, I couldn't continue doing that for the rest of my life and I loved my spouse but he was a person who was monogamous and because of that we had made our marriage work in many ways because we loved each other and cared about each other but ultimately in the long long run I couldn't give him what he needed to fully be happy and he couldn't give me what I needed to fully be happy and as much as it was devastating, and it was, to end a marriage after over 20 years, it was absolutely clear to me, even though I'm, I, maybe even at the time, was unable to put it in the same kind of words, but who I was and who he was were different people. Neither of us were bad. Neither of us were wrong. We just were different people. And because we were different people, we could not suit each other's lives. We could not bring each other the happiness that we both deserved. And one of the best things 
that I think I could have done for him was give him the opportunity and the freedom to find someone who could give him the happiness that I'm not able to give him. And that's when it comes down to the unresolvable difference of just who you are and what your goals are. And on a previous show, I talked about somebody else's expectations should never be your standards for yourself. You can never expect someone else to do all the things that are going to make you happy. That's up to you. And as even after a really wonderful partnership, it can be very damaging or very hurtful when these relationships with people that we love so much end. But also, when you're able to do these things, when you're able to create the ending of that relationship the way that it should be, you can move forward more freely. And so can the people in your life that you love. One quote that I have for you is, stop feeling bad for outgrowing people who had the chance to grow with you. Now, it might be that you and your spouse have the same intrinsic ways of loving, and that's wonderful, but you just have different long-term goals. And then it comes down to beliefs, personal standards, misunderstanding of actions, and action paths forward that you just want different things. And it's not fair in a friendship, in a relationship, or in anything else to make someone give you what they don't want to give. To demand that they sacrifice their happiness for your happiness. It's never fair. And I also want you to understand that it is never fair for anyone to ask you to sacrifice your well-being, your safety, and or your own happiness to provide for theirs. If you have a child, you take on some of that voluntarily. And if you're willing to do those things, you can. But it's nobody else's right to ask you to do those things, and it's not your right to ask anyone else to do those things. And even though you love people, even though you have people in your life that you adore and hold very close to you, if they cannot align with you on these things, your life might be better without them. And that can be really sad too. So I had another one, not necessarily a that same kind of friend, but there was a gentleman that I dated, and he and I enjoyed each other very much. We got along really well. The time that we spent together, we would kind of set goals for the limited amount of time that we had and what we were going to accomplish, and we would do that and had a lot of fun. And we'd been dating for several months when he called me up and he said, Della, I can't see you anymore. And he told me thank you for what I had done for him, for the things that I had shared with him and taught, with, taught him. But he said, he said, I know exactly what I want. And you know exactly what you want. And the things that we want are not the same things. 
And even though they're similar, neither of us are ever going to be fully satisfied without these things being maximized. And he said really wonderful things to me. He spoke very loving words to me. And then he hung up the phone and I haven't talked to him since. And it was one of the most loving breakups that I've ever had. Another one, a very, very good friend, someone who I love dearly, loved and love dearly. But there were misunderstandings of actions, and there were different paths forward. And when we came together to speak, she said to me some of the most honest and beautiful words that I've ever had a friend say to me. She told me, Della, this isn't going to work. I love you too much to tell you anything other than the truth. I'm mad at you. I can't not be mad at you. And I don't believe that I can be the friend to you that you deserve to have. I, guys, I can't tell you. I I wish I'd had a, a reaction video for me hearing that. Because my jaw pretty much hit the floor. And I was encompassed by love and gratitude for that friend. For that friend who told me she couldn't be my friend. She didn't pretend. She didn't keep going. She didn't Facebook stalk me. We got to a point when what was clear was clear. And she had the guts to say it. And she told me that she loved me. But she couldn't be my friend. And that was one of the most beautiful, loving, and honorable things that I have ever had a friend say to me. So, as you are changing your own life, as you are building your own growth, as you are finding your own fulfillment and happiness, realize that some things and people won't keep up with you on your way. And you might have to make some choices. Every one of those people who are not in my life anymore are still in my heart. They're still in my mind. I still think about them. I sometimes even talk to them in my own mind. And I'm grateful for what they gave me and the time that they spent in my life. Every single one of them. But I'm also incredibly grateful for the path that I'm on and the changes that I've made in my own life. And I wouldn't trade that for all of it. I hope that you can encourage your friends to be their absolute best too. That's all I got for you this week. Thanks, everybody. Come back and see me next time on The Extraordinary Talk Show. I'm on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and actual live radio under Radio St. George, 100.3 KDXI. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show.